Hello, people of the internet. I hope you are all doing well, and thank you for coming to hang out with me today. For those of you who are new here, welcome to Start the Beat, a podcast documenting the past, present, and future of the Pittsburgh music scene. I am your host, Brian Sykes Howe, and today, joining me for the third time, we will be talking with my friends in the band Constant Hell. For those of you who were here last week and listened to my episode with Clinton Clegg of The Common Heart, thanks for coming back. I'm really excited about today's episode. These guys are always a blast, and this conversation is certainly no exception. Uh, I was still working out some of the sound issues with the room and the microphones on this episode, so I apologize again if anything sounds a little weird. I know I had some issues on the first episode. Last week, not so much. This week was a little bit weird because we have a whole room full of motherfuckers and sound bouncing all over the place, but you know, it's a new studio. I'm figuring it out. Enough of that. You didn't come here to hear my excuses. You came here to party. So please sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfuck. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat, the show where we document the past, present, and future of the Pittsburgh music scene. My name is Brian Sykes Howe. I am your host. And today, joining me is the one and only Dan of Constant Hell. <laughs> Just kidding. The whole crew's here. Make some noise. Constant Hell's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what our our third time together, yeah, boys. This is a trace, man. Three soiree. Yeah. Third time is a charm, indeed. Right on. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for coming on, Zach, Greg, Dan, Constant Hell, Pittsburgh Grind at its finest. So, this is my going to be my first question for you guys. Did you think you would ever be in a band? long enough to do three episodes of a podcast. <laughs> no. Honestly, <laughs> not. not. <laughs> you know, uh, it's so fun. And I know that I've talked with you guys about this, like <laughs> off camera in terms of whenever the first time you came on, I don't even think you had like social media. And now... Dude, we were talking about that yeah, earlier. And I now, knew we were getting this question. Yeah, yeah I was like, he's going to say something about uh -huh. fucking social media Well, shit. and now we're in that position where it's like, you've just released a record and you've had people reviewing it. And like, you know, you're online and you're playing a lot more shows. On tour with Aerosmith. Touring, doing all that stuff. So I don't know who wants to answer this question. There's three of you. I'll start with Greg. Oh, He's, you're looking a little fucking chatty. <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't wait. Uh, I'll just uh, chop it at the So back. I mean, really, just what has like the past year been like for you and your musical journey with uh, Constant Hell? I quit. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's been cool. I feel that like you know we're on our you know, personal like, way, like musically speaking, as stupid as that's you know what I mean, yeah. like. It's just, you know, better ideas, better ways of going about them, um, better podcasts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, totally. But no, I, I mean, dude, I couldn't be happier. And uh, as long as Dan quits the band, we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, the thing that has been really great about you guys over the past year is like, honestly, just watching the growth of you guys. And like, Dan, for example... <laughs> You've become such a better drummer yeah. in the past year. When I saw you guys at the record release, obviously it's one thing to like hear you guys in an environment where everything's actually mic'd properly and it sounds decent. You can hear everything. But even just like watching you play, it was just like, you know, I mean, granted, you guys play a type of music that is very exhausting. Yeah, you know, sure, yeah. And you would see, you know, People get tired. It's natural. Oh, yeah. I was you were getting man. tired, baby. You were just fucking going. Oh, I was putting on a good act. That was exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. No, yeah. it's it's definitely really cool to 
see that growth come from something that, you know, seemed just kind of like, eh, we'll do it and see what happens. And then like a lot has happened, probably a lot more than you realized could have happened, which is fucking sick. Dude, I remember fucking you and me started playing when it was like this like horrible. Oh God, I remember looking like, at that video of like you had like this little dude. fucking amplifier, dude, and we just sucked. It was, like it was dude, so we didn't bad. Even just suck. Like it was just like at the time it was the coolest thing ever. Like this is fucking oh, sick. Dude, it was so rad. Realistically, it was horrible. And but I, I literally can't play and sing at the same time for the life of me. Like, <laughs> and me and Dan. Are just doing the worst like ripoff of like high on fire. Oh yeah, that was bad. Like, we yeah. were smoking like way too much pot, and like me and Dan started talking, and I was like, "Dude, let's play blast beats." And he was like, "I can't play blast beats," and then he rips this blast beat, and I was like, "You're an asshole." And yeah, then well, it took a coming bit. from that yeah. to like what he is now, man. Like, yeah, it, it's just so a while, proud, man. Like, I don't know. I never really played like that kind of music when I first started playing drums. I played like uh, jazz and like prog rock and all that shit. So taking that and then going to like, we're gonna play as fast as we possibly can. It was it was tough, but you practice something enough, you get better at it. I still don't think I'm proficient. I fake it till you make it, kind of thing. That's my motto. So totally, <laughs> as long as it's full and people are good. <laughs> totally. I know that you guys have gotten to uh, have some experience playing out of town now a bit. Maybe you have some more stuff on the horizon. How's it been getting out there and sharing your chaos with people that like aren't your friends? You know what I mean? It's cool. I, I, I mean, I, I, I like the idea of it, but the, the added stress of like lining up shit that you're not familiar with definitely doesn't help. <laughs> totally you know, yeah. but like it, it kind of goes back to uh the idea of like us having social media and like promoting more and like i don't even think that we necessarily look at it as being any more professional as much as like it's enabling us to do more and like that's it's still fun <clears throat> so like the more fun i'm enabled to have like i'm i'm gonna push it as far as i can yeah you know so it it if we're doing anything out of town and it, it, it adds, you know, a bigger audience opens more doors, more shows. That's ultimately what I want to do. And I think everybody else is pretty much in the same boat. Totally. And it's like an even more challenging thing to do when you're doing something that isn't necessarily as accessible as yeah. maybe, uh, you know, some I, other styles of music. Dude, that's, I mean, coming off of what Zach said, like, that's cool. That's, like, the coolest part, in my opinion, is, like, you get to meet, like, other people that are, like, playing stupid music that you play. They're like, <laughs> oh, man, I do this shit, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, a like an immediate connection of, like, and not only that, but, like, I, I wouldn't say, like, competition or anything, but, like, it's fun to like, you know, like when we play with a band, we're like, holy shit, like that dude's really good or this band's really good. It makes you want to do better. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, fuck these dudes. Like, it's like, oh man, these guys are awesome. Like, let's show out. Like, this is cool. Like, it, it just, it gets, gets you pumped to do like, you know, the best that you can as well. Yeah. And then, you know, you end up like hanging out and then you realize they're just like the same dudes as you are and it just makes it all the better for me it's just like we're just here to have a good time fuck yeah I think you know? that's, entertaining, that's, though. that's something you guys nail better than a lot of other yeah. bands is like i've told you before like you know regardless of like taste in music or whatever like when you come out and play a show you guys are something to watch hey, man. like i have fun watching yeah you know what i mean like yeah. everybody's animated everybody's doing something like you may laugh you may get into it, whatever, but like everybody is doing exactly what they need to. Like it makes it an entertaining thing to see. Right. Totally. And okay. you know, I, I, will, I will throw that sentiment right back in your fucking cute little face there, Zach. Oh, because it's just like, oh, the, thing, it's fun about, it, the thing that's oh. fun about watching you guys is it's just like, you may not be like animated and all over the place, but there's like an undeniable energy that you guys have when you play. I didn't even know you that well. Really, I mean, like I've known you like yeah, adjacently just, for a long time, right, right, and like you know, a, 
acquainted and like I really didn't know Zach at all, right? But no but one does. The first time I saw, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. The first time I saw you guys, the singer with no name. It was very obvious to me that like you guys were friends. Like oh, that's yeah. the one thing is like like when you watch a band play and you can actually tell that like they all get along and this is like more of a thing versus it's more than just the band. And it's, it's, it's almost like the band is a side effect of just needing something to do. It's like one person. Yeah. Like, I mean, Zach and I have known each other, fuck, what, 48 years? <laughs> no, like a really goddamn long time. Like We've all... Wait, yeah. When did the Vietnam War end? About 20 minutes. <laughs> and um, no, it's just, it all, you know, like you said, like it all becomes like, a, like almost, it's not a persona, but like people I would imagine would like take it as that. But, I mean, we're still busting our asses writing these songs. We're still busting our asses, you know, booking shows, playing shows, this, that, and the third. And like, really no other reason other than like, you're having fucking fun with your homies. Like, that's it. Yeah, you know and I mean? it's like, like, it's cool as shit. And like, if something happens, great. But if it doesn't, like, I'm still going to have just as much fun as when all us three fucking walked into that fucking practice spot and started writing our first songs and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's always been fun. I, I think that's kind of like the the route that you need. And if you don't got it, then like, fuck off. Mm -hmm. you know, like, stop. Break up. Totally. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's really, really hard. I can't imagine being in a situation where I would like ever play in a band with somebody that like I wasn't friends with. Uh, dude, yeah, how can you be in a band with not your friends? You um, know what I mean? Money, maybe. Money. I don't even know that if there's enough money to have to go down that right. route. Yeah. Why do you, you think we don't it? have a bass player? Because <laughs> nobody likes us. <laughs> I think you could find a bass player if you wanted to. Yeah, well, we don't. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I sure as shit am not teaching those motherfuckers uh -huh. any of those songs. Because I don't even remember them. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But um, no, it's just, I mean, like, once you find that, like, kind of clandestine, you know, group, so to speak, like, if it ain't broke, don't fucking fix it, man. You know, like... That and I've got like three switchblade pedals, so I don't need a bass player. Fuck you. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair now, enough. What's a bass player gonna do in a grindcore band like this anyway? <laughs> just, gonna, just gonna make more noise. Like I can do that. Sure. I would say that sonically, I have never felt the need for a bass player in your band. I appreciate that. Thank you. I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't want one. No, I don't I, want I one. Really, I really don't think it's necessary. For I mean, you guys. dude, Motorhead was a three piece. Why can't we be? They had I'm, a bass player, though. <laughs> yeah, Dan, yeah, Dan quit drums. Shockingly, yes. <laughs> there is always, and this is actually a really uh, convenient segue into something that I wanted to ask you guys, if that's okay. Rip it. It is my show. I am interviewing you. So I guess it's okay for me to ask questions, right? No, no more questions. This isn't anything serious anyways. So, Dr. Yeah. Ruth asked. Boy, the wind-up was amazing. <laughs> so, I actually no, felt worried. No, no, like, no. Shit, what does he know? No, get to... No, all I was going to ask is... <laughs> you don't want a bass player. But in terms of just like the creative aspect of this, right? Like how much stock goes into like the artistic creative expression of this versus just like create songs so we have something to play like what is the balance of that for you guys if that makes sense yeah <clears throat> fucking Alex fucking Trebek uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, no I feel like like I said once again like like us being just three of us you know what I mean like we all have like our writing process is so fucked like it's like Dan will write a song, Zach will be like, yo, check this out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just like one person, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's somehow it like, it comes together where like, we're all on the same page. Granted, it might take us a second to get to that goddamn page, but like, we get to it. Like I said, Zach and I have known each other for fucking ages. And, you know, like we met Danimal and it was like just this seamless kind of like conduit into like, oh, this is what we're fucking doing. It just felt like, yeah, we've been doing this for a really long time and we haven't, you know, like, 
So it's it, thank God for that. But like, yeah, the writing process is like even without a bass player, I feel that like it, it kind of gives you even more of like not a responsibility of like, dude, you got to rip because like you constantly have to fucking rip regardless. You know what I mean? You could be fucking ELO with like a nine thousand piece band, like you still have to be sick, you know? Yeah. But like it just it's a lot easier to like communicate with two other dudes that like are your best friends rather than like two dudes that are your best friends and like fucking bass player. Like you know, like, <laughs> like I don't fucking know this guy. Like why is he not playing these goddamn songs? Like even if he is, I'm still gonna yell at him. Not to mention bass player. I'd be worried if we had somebody new like for as well as we naturally work together right i don't i'd be worried that like that would be that one thing that like takes us off yeah it's like like the ease of the way we other end like Mm -hmm. you know like yeah we we work like a well-oiled killing machine and if it ain't broke you know Totally. Kick Dan out of the band. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean. Yeah, he's done. (laughs) Dan, you're fired. I'm done, yeah. (laughs) It's been a good run. (laughs) You're not going to. But we're doing acoustic sets now. Okay, that was going to be my question. Constantly unplugged. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, MTV called us. They're doing unplugs again. Constant acoustic, yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, moving forward, the idea is just like musically, this is what it is. We should do that shit. Oh, dude, please. Shut up. You're fired. (laughs) I literally hate you more than anything. (laughs) Dude, your buttons, bro. So you don't want a bass player in the band, but would you consider having me just press buttons? Dude, the as long as they're these buttons, <laughs> like we start a song. Excellent! Excellent! Yes. <laughs> That's it. That's our whole new album. <laughs> we just wrote it, man. You're the, you're the new button player. Fuck Tight. Yeah. Cool. All right, we're done here. Pig Destroyer <laughs> has a button player. They do, and it's kind of weird. Yeah, that's the one thing is actually, you know, actually that ties in conveniently well to this conversation in terms of like the long-term trajectory of an air quote grindcore band. No, that, but you have and Scott when, Hall, dude. And like, when like creativity comes in maybe too much, when maybe you have too many ideas. So I mean, like how much can you really do? How much do you need to do though? That's when you, you need know? a button. You just need buttons, you, dude. You need a button guy. You, you throw, yeah, I mean, they got buttons. They got a bass player now too, probably. We got a guy. You know? <laughs> we got a button guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I do and that's the whole thing. Is so with this full length, like this is the first time I've ever like made a firm decision that I'm like, yeah, that's out of the question. I will never do another full length. Like, not. Ever. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, for what we do, I don't. I don't really like a review. Actually, that like reviewed our record. Um, actually said it. And I like I was thinking it, and then to read somebody else say it, and like I'm like, okay, I'm not crazy. Like I, I don't I don't see the need to have over a half an hour of grindcore on a record. Sure, you know what I mean. Like it, it it's as fast paced as it is, and there's only so much you're going to do recorded at one time that's going to make those tracks definitive. And it's incredibly difficult to write. Fuck. 25 tracks, 24 dude, tracks, and like <clears throat> remember all of them to dude, record them. Dude, that was such a fucking process. Jesus. We had like, oh, bro. we had like a goddamn Abacus, the Rosetta Stone, like, dude, whole steed. It was like ridiculous. <laughs> Zach was trying to write all this shit down. Dude, we recorded that shit all live. All this shit was in live. one day. In one in like day. six hours. I had just got the uh, cast off of my wrist when I broke it. Oh, my yeah, wrist. yeah, yeah. Zach was sicker than a goddamn dog. Dan's that was cool. Dan, I drank a lot of <laughs> and a lot of beer. And, uh, I was like, cool. Did, yeah, we we recorded every single track in that entire time of like one twenty four hour period, and uh, I, I I couldn't be happier with it. I, f- I fucking love it. Like it's that record sounds pretty much as close as you're gonna get to um, coming to see us and just you know running around throwing beer. 
you know, having a good time. Yeah. And not only that, but uh, Justin, our homie that recorded it, is a goddamn genius. Like, that dude alone, like, showed me personally, like, shit that I had, I would have never have known. Like, the, like the dumbest little shit. It was like, oh, yeah, just plug that in here. Oh, fuck. And, like, it made all the difference. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he's like Dr. Claw, dude. Like, he, it's incredible how much that dude knows. He's like the bass player in the band, but not a bass player. <laughs> and, like, yeah, he totally. The fourth Beatle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Seriously, though. Fuck the Beatles. <laughs> I mean, dude, Justin, like, he's, like, been the unofficial fourth member of this band. Dude, I he's, I he's mean, a fuck. maniac. Like, that dude knows shit that, like, literally, I didn't even know existed. Like, as far as, like, music or anything in general. And, uh, no, he definitely, definitely helped us. Like, he knew exactly off the rip, like, what we wanted to sound like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, I mean, and, we did it so many times before. We tried to do shit, like, track by track. Right. On the other demos. And I, it didn't, it, they sounded Dan good. Dan threw up. It was yeah, fucking, I threw up pizza through my hair. Oh, dude, he threw up bad. a lot. He threw up a lot. Yeah, it was, I threw it up was, a couple times. It was a lot. Uh, yeah, I recorded with the last with the poser disposer one. I recorded the last half lot. of that record with, like, literally, like, piece of vomit, like, kicked yeah, through my was, hair. Yeah, it was a lot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot. It was cool. Yeah. There, was some, there was some stank on that record. Yeah, he definitely. <laughs> but, uh, they all had it. Yeah, he threw up a lot. But, uh, but no, I mean, Justin, he did help us out a lot. And the whole process was weird because, like, on all those first recordings, we tried to do everything track by track, but we don't play to a click track. So when we're sitting there in the practice space playing live, I'm looking at Greg, I'm looking at Zach, and we just kind of are in tune. So we stay in line, and especially in a live setting, like the train keeps going on the tracks. When you try to do that track by track with a click track, it's like, what the fuck is going on? It, it never sounded as cohesive as it was supposed to. So I think even like recording that whole thing live in our practice spot and just kind of letting the chips fall where they may and be like, dude, it's chaotic, it's loud, it's noisy. Like, that's okay. Yeah, you that's know, what we're, we're not rushed. You know, like, it's supposed to sound like that. And I'm happy with it. I think all, we're all happy with it. You know, it may not be everybody's cup of tea, but like, I feel like it captures what we've been trying to do and we've been doing for a while, especially in a live setting. Maybe not the prettiest sounding record, but fuck it. You know, we're not pretty dudes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Dude, we're pretty as fuck. Speak for yourself, Dan. <laughs> I, oh, I yeah. think that there's <laughs> an interesting conversation to have regarding Dan's the creation beauty. of art <laughs> and oh, the, the supposed rules for how you're supposed to do something, right? It probably makes sense for some bands of certain styles of music to multi-track things, you know, to do all the drums, then do all the bass, then do all the guitar, you know, to do all that stuff. But I would never, I guess I never even thought about recording a grindcore band, but I couldn't even imagine like that being the way you record something like that. I, dude. Like that's, I think that's almost like, uh, I don't want to say like a flex, but like we all know what we're capable of doing. We tried to play to a click track. Dan just threw up a bunch. Yes. There's a lot of vomit. Me and Zach were outside screaming. And like we ran out of beer. Pizza was gone because Dan threw it all up. And we got no food. Yeah, we, we got, got no chocolate. Fucking hands are falling out. Hands are falling out. And then we realized like, wait a minute, fuck. Why don't we just all do this together? Because like he said, like there's times that I literally, you know, take cues off of Dan. I take cues off of Zach. There's like certain little things of like, oh, okay, cool. Here it comes. Like, fuck it. Why don't we do it live? And then it worked. Like I said, like we recorded an entire, you know, full length in one Afternoon. night. I mean, it was like And six like, you know, my wrist was fucked. He was on his goddamn deathbed. Dan's fucking Dan. And, I don't think he yeah. threw up that time. <laughs> yeah, he actually didn't fucking throw, didn't up, throw like. up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I told dude, you like, you're getting better. Yeah, dude. All across the board, man. I'm going <laughs> places. Just, 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 just don't get crazy here, right? Yeah. Just fucking, you know, just don't encourage yeah, me, man. Fucking, <laughs> Jesus fucking God. Dude, you threw up so much, bro. Yeah. There's other ones. There, there, was, <laughs> yeah. there was an alarming amount. There was a good amount. That yeah. pizza one was bad, man. Dude, I remember piece. being so pissed. Everybody was laughing. They were like, it's so funny. I'm like, it's not funny, dude. Like, I literally puked pizza funny. straight it was through my hair. Funny. It was yeah. really it funny. Was, it was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> dude, there was like pepperoni hanging from oh, your nose. Dude. It was the smell was fucking horrible, dude. And I'm like, I have like another six tracks, and we were doing it track by track too, so it was like a live. You were thing. like crying. I'm doing like two, out. three takes on these fucking drum tracks, just getting pissed. It probably helped, I guess, but it, dude, that smell was fucking awful, dude. There was, yeah, a, there was a, totally needed to throw up. Yeah, there was oh, an dude. aroma. There was an aroma. <laughs> musk. Okay. Constant marinara. So, you know, that's, uh, it's all the learning curve of being a band, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> if you're yeah. in a band, make your drummer throw up. Yeah, get just, yeah, that's literally it. You want to be in a grindcore band, just make your drummer fucking throw the fuck up all the time. <laughs> yeah. Dude, puking sucks. Yeah. Dan loves it. Oh, dude, no. <laughs> Not anymore. There was a time back in the day. I remember the day. I remember the day. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, Dan would throw up all the time. Yeah, well, because, I mean, dude, when you're chugging beer and fucking ripping it and you're completely out of shape and you're trying to learn how to play these fast things and consuming all kinds of extracurriculars at the end of the night, man, like, things things get a little weird, but, you know, we've came a long way, man. We're here now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I have a feeling that... Um, <laughs> this may be uh, a, a, a negative side effects for some people listening. What, Dan throwing up? No, no, no. Oh. I was just going to say, <laughs> I feel like our conversations are getting, um, I feel like there's going to be less cans of alcohol on the table than ever before. Just, I think it's possible. You want to take this one? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we're kind of, I mean, by no means is the party over, but everybody's <laughs> kind of like, Collectively, like, <laughs> man, maybe we should chill out yes. just a little bit. We're, we're not going to give Sykes a heart attack. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. You'd only go full bore so much. It's the last one with either that wizard staff. <laughs> Dude, that was so sick. That was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. Somehow we all held together, too. There was a lot of alcohol consumed, well. man. Watching it afterwards, like watching the podcast, I was like, wow, like, we drank a lot, but everybody like really held it together. Like toward the end, like it was very apparent we were all very intoxicated, but like, wasn't <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was drunk as shit. I was going to say, dude, I was, I was fucking, I was seven shits of shit fucked up. But, but from an outside perspective, if I wasn't watching myself and my friends do this, I'd be like, those guys are, they're all right, man. They're holding it together. Me and Zach built like the pyramid oh of my fucking God. Giza. <laughs> <laughs> You shall not pass. Hey, we did good, man. We yeah. did good. But you know, I think that it's it's interesting to see growth age. In, <laughs> in age and things like that. And you know, I'm curious how any of this, if it all, ties into the band. Because I feel like for everything, I feel like everything has to be tied together with you guys, right? Or is there like a, a, a clear line of separation? Is it like a like I mean, oh like let's maybe calm it down so we can focus more on the band or no, you know? absolutely not. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I I think more so than anything, like there's conveniences that happen. Like like coincidentally, we decide to chill out a little bit, and that's one thing. And on the other side of things, like music, like okay, we've been a band for five years. Like, you're going to get better. <laughs> cool. You know, yeah, yeah. But maybe. We've <laughs> been partying a lot longer than five years. I think we don't need, like, necessarily practice at that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Fucking <laughs> in, so there's that. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I almost, like, I feel like we're not even necessarily, like, like I said, it's not like I'm, like, taking anything more serious or like trying to even be like more professional as much as like, okay, like if we want to play more shows, go out on the road, do this, 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 like number one, we need to reach more people. Ultimately, like I don't care if I like profit money from it, but like if I made enough money that we could do this for free, and not have to pay, you know, to rent a van, to sure. pay for a practice spot, to do A, B, C, or D. If I could do it for free, I'm happy. You know what I mean? And like, that's cool. But it's not like, oh, we need to take 
like music this much more serious to reach some milestone as much as it's like, all right, well, we need to line up these handful of things for us to do this more because obviously it's fun. So like, yeah, I want to have as much fun as I can. That all comes back to this hanging out with your homies. Yeah. You know, like if, like you said, like you want to be in a band with like two other like strangers, you know, like renting out a room to a dude you don't know, like weird. Yeah. Might work in the end, but like a little odd. You know, and it's like, I don't, I mean, me personally, like, I would never want to, like, I don't want to be in another band ever, you know? Sure. Unless it's uh, Rush. I'm kidding. <laughs> you, you get that inside joke. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I hope that guy that did that review catches that. <laughs> yeah, too. me too. Uh, <laughs> Is that the dude that told us we sounded like shit? Yeah. 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 That was the sickest and thing ever, dude. dude. It's like, constant hell sounds like shit. And I say that in a, a, good, way. In a yeah. good way. I was like, oh, all right, cool. Which kind of like, I was like, eh. Well, he watched your last podcast you had with us when we were talking about how we didn't want to sound like Rush. If we had a bass player, we would sound like Rush. And like, I don't know if it hurt his feelings because he thought we were serious. <laughs> He's a big but Rush he like fan. put that in the Dude, review. motherfucker loves Getty Lee. That like, okay, these guys sound like shit. By the way, they're not rushed. <laughs> Two point five out of five. Like, yeah. like, I hurt your feelings about yeah. rush. Dude, like, the comment section was insane. Oh, dude, it was so sick. <laughs> it was just running joke after running joke. That was the most entertaining thing. Fuck dude, the review, dude. And like the, the fucking, comment section dude, was how awesome. Fucking like it, our Bandcamp and Spotify shit jumped by like. We got more plays out of that. Than yeah, we just did by somebody being else. like, "These guys aren't rushed. Fuck them." And then everybody's like, sick, they're not rushed. Let's go listen to it. (laughs) You don't say. It was awesome. Turns out people want to find out what things that don't sound like Rush sound like. Yeah, imagine that shit, man. That's wild. (laughs) I was just thinking our next album is all of us are going to quit and it's just going to be one bass player. And that dude is going to love our band. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to call it Gush. (laughs) That's it. Constant Gush. (laughs) Anyway, sorry, what were you saying? It's just funny when people that don't typically interface with this kind of music are like forced to interact with it. Like the one thing that I think is really fun about going to a constant hell show is that you guys have a lot of homies that will come out and see you guys that are probably not like people that go to grindcore shows or shows in general for any other reason. And, and, that's and like, it's so funny to like yeah, see man. like so many people outside of their element in like a and, crazy situation. Dude, that is that is my favorite part. Like our boy <laughs> I love it. Dude, our boy Vic. Like Oh, dude, that's the best. Dude, he's, he's like 6'4". He's just like this tall black dude comes running in with no shirt on and fucking leather jacket and just like fucking just puts his head down and runs into somebody. Yo, what's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> and like he's dude, he's like our best fucking oh, dude. dude he's so, so awesome, much, and dude. like he supports the fuck out of us. Like, and it's so <laughs> sick. And like the whole, um, like you said, like the whole group of people that like kind of like show out for us is like such a like a a melting pot of like yeah, like that dude listens to fucking grind, <laughs> which is sick because that's it, the whole thing. Is, just bringing yeah, people like into that, music, like man. outside of like I said, like us, like just having fun as like three fucking homies, like that makes it even better. You know what I mean? Like it's like people, like we're having a blast. You know what I mean? Like, and then you see other people that aren't uh, necessarily going to have like like when the hell. Are you gonna go to a grindcore show? Like, if you, you know what I mean, like, and then they show totally. up like, this is fucking sick, and like, they love it. Like, yeah. that's it's cool, man. It's fucking and fun. Like, I think you know it, what I mean, like, it also speaks to another problem that I find with some people that are trying to start bands and trying to figure out why, like, why can't we get people to come out to shows? Right. That's always a strong question. And like, for me as an outsider who knows you guys, who has gone to shows and seen people that are at your shows, the answer, well, at least, I mean, there's not one definitive (laughs) answer. I was like, oh, I can't wait for this shit. But I (laughs) I think generally, like a big part of it is just the fact that you dudes are just genuinely cool to the people that you're around. I mean, dude. There's no, like, there's no fucking ego 
And there's so much ego with some of these fucking other people in our like culture. And it's like, no wonder nobody's coming out. I don't fuck. I, you couldn't pay me to be around yeah. you. I don't care how good you are at guitar. Right. That's like, just don't be yeah. a dick. You know yeah. what I mean? And you guys are just like really, you're a good hang. So like, why wouldn't people want to come out to see you guys? This is us on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, this is us on a on a Thursday. Like, oh, cool. We get to play on Friday. This is still us. Like, it's just, you know, we put our jeans on like everybody fucking else. Like, it's, you know, we're cool until you fuck up. And that's that. Which I feel that like, you know, goes to say with a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like, if you're cool, you're cool. If you're a dick, you're a dick. Like, we just want to sit there, play faster than everybody, have a great time, and have everybody else have a great time, and just you know, hang out. I mean, we're the last ones to leave. We're the first ones fucking there, you know. And you know, it's just fun to like meet people you haven't fucking met. You know, you you hang out and you play music together. It's just like you're not there for any other reason, rather to watch music or play music. Other than that, like, why? Are you here? Totally. You know and I mean? like, I think that there's just some people that don't understand like how much opportunity can come from just being somewhere. Right. Just show up and be cool to people. Or how and, much like, fucking fun, dude. Yeah, like, you'll you know get I mean? opportunities because people want to be around people that are a good hang. Yeah. I mean, we, we fucking rule, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we are literally the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. Like, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. We're constant fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah. No, we suck, dude. <laughs> no, but that kind of, you know, okay, so you came to the release show. I made that a party. Yeah, I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker. This was brainchild, man. That, that was, was literally awesome. his entire, like, like, remember Krang? Like, yeah. I know you dude. <laughs> I became dude, Krang. He became Krang. And, like, Krang just, them all. Dude, just literally, like, orchestrated this just amalgamation of what the fuck. Dude, it was so sick. And it came together <laughs> beautifully. I would right? have ideas of like different stuff to do. And um, I would have to like call the promoter and be like, is it okay if I do this? <laughs> like, I'm not sure if like, you know, the venue is going to be okay with it, but like, I want to host people down with fake blood. Dude, fucking shredding. <laughs> like, shredding better, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm literally going to throw 800 glow sticks around the room. Uh, there's gonna be blow up dolls and blow up sharks and like all this other shit like hammers, Hulk hands. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah there's, Hulk hands. there's two adults wearing Hulk hands, yeah. beating the hell out of everyone. Like, but it's funny. Like yeah, none yeah. of this stuff is serious. Like this the last time you it, go man. to like you don't go to shows like a, a metal show for glow sticks. There was literally 800 fucking glow sticks. Dude. Yeah, he's not even kidding. I cracked all of them before Every we played. Fucking yeah. last one of them, dude. <laughs> Dude, it was like Home Alone. Like, you throw those things out there and there's beer and it was like marbles. <laughs> Eating it. Justin said that. He's like, dude, I didn't realize. Like, I threw all those glow sticks out. He's like, it was like a hazard. Everybody slipped on these fucking things. Fucking dude. radish beat the shit out of it. Dude, with a ha fucking hammer. Dude, and he blow was up shark. Dude, the kid, dude, the one dude literally left with the blow up shark. This one kid, he was on a skateboard. He loved that thing so much. He was like holding on to that fucking thing for dear life. And we were loading out. I watched that dude literally Welcome ride down that alleyway <laughs> on a skateboard with that blow up shark damn near fucking tucked in his belt. And it was in like to play in fucking <laughs> Allentown. It was so, so to cool. To sum it up, our band is. A dude on a skateboard with a blow-up shark stuck in his fucking pants in fucking Allentown. Yeah, whoever that dude was, Welcome he fucking Pittsburgh rolled Grind Corps, motherfucker. <laughs> but that's what I, like, like, no, of course we don't take anything serious. Like, this is fun. I want to have fun, and I want to laugh. Like, it was incredibly hard to play that show. Oh, my God. Like, dude. I couldn't look at the crowd because I, it, it was too funny. So this is the thing, right? It's, like, really easy to be, like, we don't take anything seriously. But the thing with you guys is we like, seriously you don't take anything a, seriously. You take having a good time seriously. Oh, yeah, though. we're yeah, professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're professional fucking children, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just, like the whole thing, like, I don't know. Like that, that's like if I had like, okay, like we're a touring band with money, I'd make every show like that. Oh, my God. Because that's the most fun yeah. you can have. Dude, when Lou came out, <laughs> He was, he was, he's shreddy better. Oh, it was so sick. Dude, he came out like I had, like me and Zach had this whole thing. Like we were like, dude, we're just going to rip this and just say stupid shit back and forth to each other. He came out and I just, I froze. 
Like, like, I, <laughs> I looked at him and bro, I had nothing else to I say. I never shut the fuck up, like ever. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> Dude, he came out, I was like, all right. <laughs> I couldn't say anything fucking else. Dude, he fucking ripped a bong as dude, soon as he walked out yeah. on stage. I was like, this is so sick, dude. dude. Spray me right in the fucking face with fake blood. Yeah, the pit vipers Bro, I'm on. playing guitar. Like, come the fuck. <laughs> I can't fucking see. And then he rips another bong. I'm like, oh, this, I love this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he totally enveloped the entire, like, persona of Ed. <laughs> Shreddy fucking better, dude. Yeah, that show couldn't have went better. Uh, dude, that was the most fun, I think. I've had in probably the last like 25 years of my fucking life. That was so much goddamn fun. What is next? Or is there, do you even consider a next? Or is it just about like, just keep, just keep, just keep the vibe going? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. No, because we don't, we don't know. We're not going to tell you. (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I'd like to be on the road more. If we're all working, we all have a lot of stuff going on, especially right now. Yeah. Um, but I th- I think you know realistically, whether busy or not, we can find a way to do a couple weeks each year on the road. So doing like little like five day tour here, five day there, couple closer shows or further shows or whatever. But staying busy, you know, and getting out there a little bit more. That way, we're not playing the same five venues for. Mm-hmm. Less and less people every time we show up. Sure. Now, it's just, you know, it's it's like I was saying before, like it's it's fun as fuck to meet other like good bands that are like good people too. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like you meet a band, and you're like, oh man, this band's fucking rad, and they're just dicks. Like, sure. You still like the band? You're like, fuck these dudes. Like, totally. You don't even like, like the band anymore. Yeah, and it, like it kind of yeah. <laughs> like it's, I, it's not even a double edged sword. There's now. a few it's of like, them. There's oh, a this few band of them. Sucks now because like, dude, there's a few around that here. That guy's a cock. Like, you know, there's a few like, around here that are like that. That are yeah, fucking great bands, and it's just like yeah, a bit more than a few. But um, yeah, <laughs> a handful, if you will. You're fired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that being said, the cool people definitely outweigh the dicks. Oh, fucking sure. So I, I feel yeah. like I don't want to harp on it too much. I've just had, uh, dude, I've had a little bit of, I've had a, a little bit of a, how do I want to phrase this? Liqu- um, liquid death. Not liquid that- death, <laughs> but I've had a little bit of a liquid negativity enter my DNA. Yeah. And it's making me harp on stuff. That, Welcome like, to really, Constant House. Yeah. <laughs> it really isn't that big of a deal. There's definitely way more cool people than shitty people. Right. And not only that, but even like you think about it, there's like, you know, you have like a hundred people at your show. 99 of them fucking think you are just a piece of shit. That one dude is the coolest fucking dude ever. Sure. You know what I mean? And like, fuck those 99, man. Like, you know, like, it's just, like I said, like, it's fucking fun. If it's not fun, then break up. Like, literally, that's it. None of of the local bands are making so much money off of their shit that it's worth being miserable. Right. Like, you're either having fun or you Mm -hmm. should. Yeah. Probably do something else. Yeah, dude. Fucking go work at Stan Boss or some weird shit. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah, I just totally shed my age with Stan Boss. Yeah, I don't fuck even know what Dude, Stan Boss is like... Pr- oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Remember Lowe's, right? Yeah. I think fuck. Stan Boss was like... <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to explain this right now. Okay, yeah, explain Stan it, Stan Boss was like... Uh, it's like Hills the Walmart. How do you spell it? Stan Boss? Yeah. Do you want me to fucking spell Stan Boss? <laughs> I do. I do want you to... <laughs> Spell it, Craig. S T A M B A U G H S, motherfucker. Get the fuck okay. out of here. I'm dead serious. Look it up. He's Googling the most it now. Yeah, Google that shit. Dude, I'm not even fucking with you. All right. All right. Stand balls. Is that the logo right there? The fucking right the fuck it is. Dude. That's it? Yeah. You're uh, so pumped about this place. Dude, There's some serious problems. <laughs> oh, yeah. Check out. Stand balls fucked, man. <laughs> it was. <laughs> No, I'm just going to leave this logo up for the rest of the conversation. <laughs> Dude, we're just going to do constant Stanbos. <laughs> Can you edit something into the beginning of this where this is brought to you by Stanbos? <laughs> From Yokestown, no? Dude, shit ruled. It wasn't cooler than Hills, though. Like I, Hills I, was elite. Dude, Hills had like the best popcorn and fucking ices in the world. 
Oh, dude. It's just rough. Rad toy section. Yeah. The Tails toy section sick. Dude. All right. So let's do this. Let's do this. Unbeatable, man. Could everybody tell a favorite Hills story? Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. I shit my pants at Hills once. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you want to you want to come for me? Yeah. All right. All right my go. story's no longer good. That's Greg fine. Well, All right. So listen, <laughs> dude, I can't remember what I did three days ago. I can't remember. What, you haven't I'm, lived I'm, until you've shit bro, yourself. Bro, I'm blown away that I can fucking actually remind them. So my mom was so pissed at me. Like I don't forget what the fuck I did, but anyway, all like I heard hills and I was like, bet. So we're going there, and like you go to hills, you're getting popcorn and you're getting a goddamn fucking icy. That's it. Like. Respect, yeah. It's almost illegal to go in there without. I had to take a shit. I didn't know that. I'm walking around. Like Zach said, dude, the, dude, the toy aisle was elite. Well, so was my shit. And yeah, I shit my pants in the toy aisle. And I didn't tell my mom because I wanted to fucking stay in the toy aisle. <laughs> God, I want to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> So the worst part about it was uh, we got back in the car and um, I tried to like hide it. But like, dude, how do you hide? <laughs> fuck you hide. That, that's <laughs> what I fucking said, man. The fucking, I don't how know. How did she not know the toy out? Well, I got in the fucking car. You're in a closed capacity. I ate the popcorn fucking already. So the, the smell of popcorn oh. mass, the smell of your rancid feces. Dude, dude apparently <laughs> you don't remember Hill's <laughs> popcorn. Yeah, Hill's popcorn, very, very aromatic. Bro. So anyhow, you're fired. A deep fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Greg! Fuck. Yeah, literally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. All so right, who's so next, motherfuckers? <laughs> My story's not that good now, dude. I was just gonna. Yeah, when yeah. I was a kid, I loved Ninja Turtles, and you have a sick collection. Um, so I went to Hills for something with my dad and like I never got toys often like it wasn't like oh we went to a store like you get something like it was like you were allowed to go look so like I'd put up with like whatever litany of bullshit my parents wanted to look at like whether we were at the mall and like my mom wants to go look at curtains for a fucking hour in Sears or whatever it is that she wanted to look at that was unbelievably boring to my like five year old ass (laughs) it's like Misery. So I remember going to Hills with my dad for something. And uh, like, I remember him being like, yeah, we can go look at toys. So like I go down this aisle and they had the Technodrome from the Ninja Turtles. And like, I have never fucking seen that in person. Like I have these Ninja Turtles action figures and no Technodrome. So like my dad's like looking at it. It's out of the box. Looks like it has all the pieces. It's just sitting on a shelf. Like, I remember, like, it looked like a horror movie. Like, it was, like, dark on this shelf, and there's just this Technodrome sitting, like, completely unboxed, just sitting there. And I remember him being like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, side note, fucking dude, Zach's dad is the coolest dude in the world. It looks exactly like Zach without tattoos. Like, I swear uh-huh. to Christ. So just keep that in mind while this yeah. is going on. Yeah. yeah. So before he makes any rash decisions, he decides to call my mom and make sure that I'm allowed to have this toy. I don't even know how much it was. It might as well have been a million dollars. Um, so obviously there's no pay phones at, or there's no cell phones at the time. So he goes and uses a pay phone and he calls my mom. <laughs> He's like, listen, I've never seen this thing before. <laughs> He's losing his shit. Like, I want to get it for him. And like, I'm like so pumped that like he's even made it to the point of calling my mother about this. Like, we're like this close, dude. So <laughs> we go back to this fucking toy aisle and uh, there's like some woman like looking at it and she opened it up and he walked over and ripped this thing off the fucking Fuck yeah, shelf. Dude. And like walked with me right to the checkout. And they were like, where's the box? And he's like, there wasn't one. <laughs> so there was this like hour long debate on how much it costs. And I ended up going home with this thing. And like, I am pretty sure it didn't leave the room I was in for That's like so a sick. year and a half. <laughs> That's my hill story. Not as cool as shit in my pants in the toy aisle. That was a pretty fucking good story, dude. Yeah, that was was like 
techno fucking drone, dude. I, like, I mean, I practically shit my pants at that point. <laughs> yeah, like, not quite the same. I, I wish I would have shit in the techno. I was going to say, you could probably like, hold a lot of shit in one of those things. Oh, um, yeah. I have one over there, actually. Yeah. Can we shit there's, it? There's one, there's one right behind the <laughs> curtain over there. We can all take turns shitting in it. Fuck. Cool. Yeah, we'll just fill it up. Tether Bremer. Yeah. Yeah. You got a hill story, Dan? Oh, dude, mine's so anticlimactic after both those. <laughs> Fuck, man. I should have gone first, man, and like let this thing build up. Dude, my favorite hill story, dude, when I was a kid, I Power Rangers, and I love the Green Ranger, and I always wanted the fucking, like, the Dragon Zord, yeah, like the big one. Fired. Yeah. But <laughs> fu- <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> out of every fucking one of them, you picked the green one. Yeah, look out of here. My favorite color is green, man. Fuck. Shit. He had like the fucking yeah, flute, and the thing came out of the goddamn <laughs> yeah, fucking leg. He's got a flute. The yeah, he had license. a sword flute, man. It was a fucking dagger flute. I'm not man. going any further than that. <laughs> shut up, shut up. But now I always wanted one, and they had the. Uh, I wanted like the bigger one, but they didn't exist, dude. So they had like the smaller, like little, like micro ones, man. And that's what I got. So that's my fucking hill story. Shut the fuck up. Very anticlimactic, dude. They were like the mini ones, dude. The fucking, like the action figures were only like this big. But it was cool. Like I got it. It would just wasn't like this goddamn fucking big. It was like the pocket size one. But that's cool. You know? I just wanted a Dragon Zord fucking action figure, man. That's all they had. Dude, dude Dragon Zord. Yeah. Dude, fucking Dragon Zord. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of toys, and you, and you being a collector, <laughs> do you remember Mad Max? Yeah, totally. Okay, so they've been popping up on my Facebook with like videos Fuck, of people dude. opening them, and I think I had three of them. And like, <laughs> I didn't realize there was way more than that. Those things are so fucking sick. Yeah, they're really cool. They tripped down memory lane. Anyhow, yeah, that was dude. Weren't they ADD moment? The uh, Street Sharks. Oh, street Sharks yeah. is coming back. Yeah, they're doing, they're like redoing Street Sharks. Hard. Yeah, sorry, it's not the Dragon Zord, Dan. Hey, but fuck anyway, you, man. <laughs> Dragon Zord was sick. Yeah. They didn't have a Green Ranger on yes. fucking. There's not a green shark, but anyhow. It has to be green, man. <laughs> it's my favorite color. It is my favorite <laughs> color, dude. Still is, man. Fuck. I'm a simple man, dude. <laughs> 32 years old, I'm still a simple man. <laughs> That's why Dan has these oh, natural lime white clothes. Yeah, see? It's green. It's green. <laughs> Do you remember being a little kid and going to the arcade? Oh, dude. Of course, yeah. And like, Fuck yeah. everybody there, like, I, I was young enough that I remember going there and like thinking all the older kids were like adults. Oh, yeah. They and like, you like walk in there and you're like, like, like intimidated as shit and yeah. like the new Mortal Kombat like Mortal Kombat 2 just came well, out so they're already good as fuck so this is funny like, you, know? you wait in line yeah. and you like you finally get up you pop your quarters in and you play this kid that's like 16 years they old just get smoked that like doesn't give a fuck yeah. about you flawless destroys you you just waited a half an hour to play a game for 20 seconds and now you have to go to the back of the fucking line uh-huh. you know what I think that might be a reason that we know how to fight <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I'd be like, fuck. Yeah, I, I waited two and a half so, hours. You know, I would play this game, and he just. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a couple things here. Uh, one, it's really cool, Zach, that you you brought up like Mortal Kombat and it coming out and things like that, um, and playing it. Um, what isn't really cool is that nobody asked me what my fucking favorite hill story was. So you can all go fuck I, yourselves. I was waiting oh, for it, but you but just, just, let me yeah, guess. No. Let me guess. All right. Well, so actually, my favorite Hill story was when Mortal Kombat 2 came out on Super Nintendo. The first time I ever saw it the was in games. Hills. You are so excited. I was so fucking stoked. <laughs> and also, the thing that was really cool was there was one of those weird older kids there that somehow already knew that if you reset the game and hold in L and R, you can get Goro to walk out and like uppercut the Acclaim logo. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Damn. I hate that I do know the. F- yeah, God damn. He was advanced. Yeah, dude. and it was like that's like way before the internet and all this shit. How do you even fucking know that you could do that, dude? Yeah. That was the sickest part about the world. Is it like, what are you gonna do? Look like it the up? blood code, like, like yeah, dude. and I still know it. A B A C A B B. Listen, yep. I have the fucking the cheat code from Doom Two tattooed on my fucking <laughs> leg. I'm dead serious. I don't even remember doing it. Yeah, it's I D K F A, man. Fuck with me. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know where I was going with that. So, yeah. But anyways, that's my whole story. It's short. It wasn't very good anyways. Dude, you remember when Walmart yeah. 
fucking like had PlayStation One where like you could actually like go yeah. and play it and like you had to go and get like, you know, school clothes or whatever, like probably not school clothes, just, you know, cereal or some shit. And you immediately run the like the electronics <laughs> department. It was the same, same thing. thing. It's like you had to get good at sparring because like there was always some bigger kid, you know what I mean? And he's just going to sit there and play fucking Crash Bandicoot or some dumb shit. Beat the ever-loving shit out of you. Fuck your day up. Like you had to fucking show out. Like, yeah. Like what are you going to do? Look like a bitch? Like I know you're good at Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Do you remember Star Fox? Oh yeah. That game sucked. I liked Star Fox when I was a kid. <laughs> But that's like the equivalent of me also telling you that I like Dream Theater when I was younger. Yes, which it is. is true. Yep. Yeah. All right, the, we're the, done here. The, the, <laughs> the Star Fox Dream Theater—that's uh, a crossover I never thought of, but it totally makes sense. Fox Theater. Oh, absolutely. Dude, dude I saw Ingve at uh, Mr. Small's when I was like, oh my god, I was probably like nineteen, and I wasn't aware of how small. Ingrid Mountain was he's like if, like yeah it's like, like, it's like that but with like a frilly shirt on yeah. <laughs> and he came out he wears that to fill out but yeah, yeah. Like, dude he came out looking like fucking like Ralphie's little brother from a Christmas story like with uh -huh. fucking frills and shit and he like was like noodling around you know like sound checking and shit and he lost his fucking mind because the lighting guy like put one like shred of a light on him and dude I'm not even kidding like he lost it like a divorcee like he fucking blew up and starts screaming in the microphone this that and the third and then all the lights went out is he is he, is he gonna play like I paid a lot of money to see this like sure all the lights come back on and he's like and it's just him so I don't know if it's a sound check or not and then the band comes out and they were like well I guess we're playing now dude Incredible. Like that asshole was literally probably one of the best fucking musicians I've ever seen. But he lost his goddamn mind about a 50 watt light bulb. <laughs> sure. But he looked great while doing it. Sure. He looked like fucking Captain Hook, but was really good at playing guitar. Like, you know. Before we do wrap up for real, for real, is there anything that we need to say? I mean, if you haven't listened to the record, check it out. It's on Bandcamp. Is it just constanthell.bandcamp? Com? It's on everything. Yeah. Spotify, Apple Music. Oh, yeah. yeah, whatever distro kid decided yeah. to put it on, it's on there. Smoke signals, pigeons. Tight, yeah. tight. Yeah, l listen to it everywhere. <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah. Uh, with all of that being said, I guess I should probably do an outro um, and we should probably get Dan out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's fired. <laughs> he just won't go away. Uh, well, he's like uh, the fucking goddamn Pazuzu from Exorcist. I'm just gonna, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'm Great. gonna, I'm gonna take, uh, I'm gonna take a, like, oh, my mom's my mom's my I'm gonna take still, like a still Golly frame of him just sitting there in the corner, and I'm gonna flash it real quick for like yeah. one second throughout the Baller episode. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, perfect. Uh, that's so funny. Well, uh. Anyways, um, <laughs> I haven't really quite figured out still. We're three episodes into the new season. We're good. I don't know how I want to do the outros yet, but I guess suppose all I should say is thank you all for coming on to the show today. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Dan. Hey, thank you, Max, for having hell. us. Uh, you know, appreciate you all for hanging out with us today on this fun, fun journey of talking about life, love, and the pursuit of drunkiness. Um, my name is my name's, my name's Brian. Uh, Start the Beat is this podcast. You know, I'll be back again next week talking with somebody else. So yeah, be sure to stay tuned. Thanks for being here. Take care of yourselves. Take care of the people around you. Peace. Good night. Thank you all. See ya. <laughs> and we're done and that is all folks thanks so much for hanging out today hope y'all had a good time it's always a blast hanging out with those dudes I'll be back again next week with another episode 
same time, same place, same channel. You know that whole fucking deal. I probably already did it at the end of the episode anyways. And uh, the last thing that I want to say, following up on my comments at the beginning of the episode in regards to the sound issues with the room and the audio quality of, you know, these first few episodes is that um, there's no shortcuts in life, my friends. You know, a lot of the issues I have discovered that I'm having with the audio and the video a little bit to some degree is a result of me trying to take shortcuts that make things a little bit easier in post. And really, it's making everything take longer. There are no shortcuts. If you're going to do something, just do it right. Don't try to cheapen it. Don't try to make it quicker. Um, you know, quicker results generally tend to happen for a reason. And that's because, you know, they're being generated in a way that doesn't have the attention to detail or care that if you would have just done it right, taken your time, you know, it would have been right in the first place. But anyways, that's some like dumb, heavy shit to put on the end of an episode. I just wanted to throw that out there for anyone still listening. So, yes, I'm going to let you all go about your day now. Thank you for hanging out today. I will see you again next week. And until then, peace.